So the Sixers pull off late to take down the Miami Heat once again, this time by a final score of 116-108. to 108. James Harden leads the way with a fourth-quarter takeover. Maston Bede with another great performance as well. And now it's all knotted up at two apiece heading to South Beach. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. We have a series. Let's talk about it. Perfect. 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 What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. Be sure to ring the bell so you don't miss any of the content tonight. We're back, and the game just ended a little while ago. Oh, man, I, I just, I'm so filled with joy and emotion. What an incredible performance. What a gutsy type of, you know, playoff caliber type of environment and win out there in front of the home fans at the Wells Fargo, this Sixers team with a total team effort, they deserve a ton of credit, and they have now worked themselves back into this series, man. There's so many ways I want to go with it. Uh, but first and foremost, man, to the Miami Heat, you know, the, their fans were talking a lot after the first couple games. Deservedly so. I gave them their credit. Uh, but, man, the Heat fans have to be a little nervous at this point. It is now 2-2, two to two, heading back to South Beach. The Sixers have looked completely different in these last two games with Joel B compared to the first two. And I'm telling you, man, we have a series. And I want to start here as well, um, you know, in the preview and throughout the entire week. Obviously, I said during the preview video that it was one of the hardest to pick in terms of, you know, predicting the series because I didn't know the health and the availability of Joel Embiid. Now, over the last couple games, I said, well, if we get two consecutive games, right, not just one, you know, it could be a fluke. If we get two consecutive games where Joel Embiid comes out and looks healthy and looks like he is still mobile and, you know, can do Joel Embiid things, I might consider changing my prediction. Well, I've made my mind up. After the last two games, I am changing my prediction from Heat and six to Sixers and seven. I don't usually do that, but like I had said, it was really contingent upon whether Joel would play in the series and what he would look like. And over the last two games, he has looked incredible. He's looked like himself. I don't even know how he's doing it, playing at this level and, and you know, being Joel Embiid with all the injuries he has suffered. Uh, but he's here. He's leading the way. And, and like I've, you know, referenced before, I don't think anything other than an injury is going to get in his way. I don't think anything's going to stifle Joel Embiid. That man is on a mission. And I, I just wanted to put that out there. But we got to start with the man. We got to start with the man. Hold up. Hold up, man. Take it in. Let it resonate. Okay? The James Harden game. Yes. This is why you trade for James Harden. The Sixers won the trade by a million miles. Not just because of tonight. And tonight was special, but, you know, overall, just the fact, like, how comforting is it that in the second round of the playoffs, for once, with how many times we've been here, we have a guy that can take over a game and take all the pressure off of Joel Embiid's shoulders. How comforting is that, especially at the guard position? And I'd even argue we have more than one. But James Harden, look at that face. The best part about tonight, obviously he was going off late, it was seeing him get so ecstatic, seeing him finally wake up and feel like, yo, I can do this, man. He turned back the clock in the fourth quarter. He was sensational, finished with 31 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists, 6 for 10 from deep. And it's funny because in the first quarter, the, the Sixers came out, and this was a really tight, gritty game. I knew it was going down to the wire. 
But, you know, I knew someone would have to pull out and make the big shots. And, and even late in the third, you know, the Sixers ended up going up by like 14 at one point. But it was very close all game. You felt it was going to be one of those games, which we really haven't had in this series, where, yo, it you know, it's going to be a high-pressure environment. And that's what mainly sticks out to me. But we came out of the gate. Joel Embiid was sensational. He finished with 24 points, nine or uh, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 7 for 13 from the field, 9 for 13 from the line, by the way. Harden started off absolutely terrible. This was one of his worst first quarters. He had no points. He, had, he was in foul trouble. Right, Scott Foster, who's historically, um, you know, been a ref to call a lot of fouls on James Harden, and he's lost a lot of those games. He could have got rattled right away, but after Joel Embiid played the whole first quarter with 15 points and looked sensational, looked like the MVP, you know, he sat out a, a bit of the of the second quarter and he wasn't really going. And they made some adjustments. The Heat, it was weird. They came out and put a lot of smaller guards on Joel Embiid, and then they kind of adjusted later on. But the, the crazy thing is that James Harden stepped up in the second quarter. If he didn't have this fourth quarter, we'd be talking about the second quarter more, bringing it back to the point. Like, he had 13 points in the second quarter and really stepped up, got that aggression going, and really got this team moving on all cylinders heading into the halftime. Um, but then, you know, he even one-ups himself in the fourth quarter. And to go for 16 points in the fourth quarter, he had four threes. In fact, shout-out to Ruben Frank with the stat – only three Sixers players have ever made four three-pointers in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. Aaron McKee in 2000. Tyrese Maxey did it on Friday night. And James Harden did it tonight. And again, Harden turned back the clock. He looked kind of like MVP Harden. Usually I'm not too excited when I see Harden iso ball in the fourth. But tonight I wanted it to keep on rolling. I Keep it cooking, baby. Because tonight he had it. He was blown by defenders. And that step back, he had more burst on it, and it was falling, baby. It's so good. It's so sweet to finally see that. Um, and I'm just going to put it out there. Obviously, this is one game. You know, he has to do this consistently for us to believe in that shot. I still think he can be effective and efficient in other areas in terms of facilitating, getting guys open. And I never understand why people literally harass this guy every game when they've only been together half a season. And they're still working on chemistry. And, you know... He can impact the game in other ways. Obviously, he's aging, but tonight to see him go back like that, and this, guys, don't get it twisted. This was the biggest game of the year. This was the biggest game since last playoffs, and I said it from the jump. This was a must-win. You could not go down 3-1 to one going back to Miami because it was over at that point. And you know what the Sixers did, and the number one takeaway, the number one thing that sticks out to me, the Sixers tightened up in crunch time. They looked like the number one seed, not the Heat. The Heat looked like the number four seed. The Sixers got better in crunch time. They had guys that took over, made the big shots. We didn't get rattled, even if we got in foul trouble early in the game. And the, the refs did kind of go the other way in the second half, I'll be honest. I mean, Scott Foster was a disaster all day, to be honest. Um, but, you know, even through all the adversity, even with Jimmy Butler going for 40 points, he played magnificent again. Two big Jimmy Butler performances wasted in a row. Bam Adebayo had a better game, 21-7-4. Even with all that and Butler going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, the Sixers did not fold under pressure. They had multiple guys who could get a bucket, and they did not, like, shatter. They seemed confident again. And that level of confidence ties back to Joel Embiid. Having him on the floor was everything. This was Harden's night. This was Harden's game, and I'm so happy for him. 
And if we get this Harding going forward, we can beat anybody. But Joel Embiid's presence has completely 180 this series. And that's just the truth on offense and on defense. Now, the Sixers had a couple stretches of night where, again, they're letting up. I wish we could have, you know, thrown something different at Jimmy. He was just going off. Overall, the Sixers, I mean, I, I mean, we played some pretty decent defense. The Heat did miss a lot of shots again. And that's another thing in terms of tying it back to the Heat fans. All they told me was, oh, well, we're not going to shoot that bad again. There's no way we ever shoot that bad. I didn't think the Heat were going to shoot as bad as they did the other night. And you know what's funny? They shot worse. <laughs> they shot worse. They ended up shooting 20% from three, seven for 35. Meanwhile, the Sixers, once again, flipped it and had a great shooting night. The last two games, Sixers, 48.5% from three. What did I say last game? It is not a coincidence that when Joel Embiid is on the floor, they have to bring more attention to Joel, and more guys are going to open up on the perimeter. And we're knocking down shots. Guys like Danny Green. Danny had another great game. He was the spark plug along with Harden in the second quarter. Finished 3 for 4 from deep, 11 points. But Danny, his veteran IQ, man, I'm proud of Danny Green. He's playing well. He's bringing that winner mentality that he's had in other places before. And he was great on defense, and a lot of guys stepped up. Tobias was, you know, 6 for 10, 13 points, got elbowed late in the game. But you know what happened, man? Tobias did not overdo himself. He didn't try to take too many shots. He noticed that other guys were cooking. He played his role. Maxi had 18 points. He came alive late. But did Maxi ever need to take over this game? No, because Harden and Embiid did. We have multiple guys, and it goes back to what I said last series. We got to be multidimensional, and we are. And we are, and when we're attacking on all cylinders, and you got this score scoring from all three levels, and Embiid down in the post, and James Harden hitting a couple shots, it's hard to stop this offense. It really is. And then Danny Green in the corner, it's it's sensational, man. It really is. Um, you know, Joel Embiid having a couple plays tonight, like where he comes out on Oladipo and he's defending him one on one, right, and and clamps him up. How about when he? He pump fakes, you know, or uh, Markeith Morris pump fakes. Joel jumps, lands on his feet, gets back up, and slams one down in his face. Like, you know, Joel and B's defense has completely changed the series as well. And of course, the Heat got a, you know, a, a couple free layups today. But overall, I thought I just feel the Sixers are more confident with Joel and Bead and his presence, and he has done everything for the series. And it sucks trying to think back because if Embiid was in one of the first two games, the Heat, like I said, haven't played overwhelmingly good. They haven't shot off the moon. We may have won one of those games, but here we are in a series, man. Um, and James Harden and Joel Embiid deserve all the love. By the way, here's a live look at the Harden haters. <laughs> I didn't peep this during the actual live uh, stream, but like, what was this guy doing? Like, how, imagine being at the Wells Fargo and missing this greatness that was James Harden and Joel Embiid tonight. Um, and in terms of Embiid, man, I just want to put this out there once again. Uh, this is one of the tweets I had tonight. You know, I don't know if I've ever seen a guy change a series like Joel Embiid. Like, think about the first two games to these games. I know we're at home. I know we have to go on the road now. It's going to be tougher. But Joel Embiid's impact, man, this guy is the MVP by a million years. It's so easy to see. And again, I'm, at the end of the day, he's going to win it or he's not. But for him to come out here, like, and nobody's even talked about the thumb injury now. It's the face. He's playing with a mask on. It's affecting his jumper a little bit. But he just keeps attacking. He keeps showing that will. And it's just so much different 
from other players we have had on this franchise, and he's just generational. We will look back one day and say, holy smokes, man, Joel Embiid. He had a couple big jumps and falls today, by the way, that that scared me, and he's got to be careful. But uh, with him playing this way, we can win this series, and I'm going to you know, pick us to win it in seven now, man, by the way we're playing. You know, the Heat have, they're throwing out a lot of different lineups. Oladipo, three for nine today. Hero, four for 12. We're locking these dudes up now, man. We're adjusting. And Doc Rivers, at the top of it all, deserves a ton of credit. You know, the first two games, eh, he didn't have much. But overall, for a majority of these playoffs, man, Doc has done his thing. And I got to give him credit, man. And he's stepping up big time, making the adjustments. In fact, how about Coach Eric Spolstra? You know, his guys are struggling mightily from the field. He doesn't even play Duncan Robinson. If that was Doc Rivers, like someone said earlier, man, you know, we'd be all over him. But, you know, the Miami Heat now, two games in a row, Joel Embiid comes on. They're not shooting well. The Sixers are moving the ball much better. They seem to be in sync, and it's sensational, man. And tonight, again, I don't know if we're going to get this Harden going forward. I don't even think we need this level of scoring Harden. But if he can take over like this, and then you have Maxi and Bede, like, even if Harden's just getting his guys involved, but he's playing with this aggressiveness, assertiveness, something clicked in his head in the fourth quarter. And you know what? I mean, I, I've been back in the, the whole time saying, give us, give this guy a chance. You know, the narrative is that he can't show up in big games. Well, guess what? He showed up big time tonight in the biggest game of the year, in one of the biggest games of his career, to be honest. And the Sixers just tied this up. And now, well, we're two games away, man. We're going to Miami. If we can somehow find a way to win this, because now all the pressure has shifted to them. If we could find a way to win this next game, then we could be coming home for a potential clinch and maybe get past this threshold that has held us back for a long, long time. Tonight was insane. The crowd was miraculous. These guys were feeling it. Harden was screaming, uplifting the crowd. Joel... This has been the biggest roller coaster of a year I've ever seen. But in the big time moments, this team has one common denominator, and it's that they can show up and they stick together. These guys are all rooting for each other. They're all behind each other. And I don't know. There's just something special brewing here, and I don't think Joel Embiid will be tased, man. I I think he's going to keep pushing through the storm, man, no matter what. And it's a trickle effect. It falls down to the rest of this team. I'm so damn proud of the way that they played tonight. This was one of the most fun games I've seen in a long time. Just as an NBA fan, it was incredible. Place was rocking, and now we got to go win one on the road, which where we've been pretty good this year. And now we have a different confidence level. We know we can beat these cats. We know we can beat them, man. We have the confidence. Momentum may have shifted. Who knows? But we have to handle business. And I can't wait to see what happens. I'm pumped. Those are just my thoughts. Give me yours down below. How did you feel about this one tonight? I'm going to bed with a smile on my face. You guys have a great night. Give me all your thoughts. Appreciate you for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.